0: My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is right over there. We'll go to the WIBC hotline and bring on Tony Kennett, host of the Tony Kennett cast weeknights at 7 o'clock right here on 93 WIBC. Also investigative reporter for The Daily Signal. Tony, pretty powerful article you have up right now at The Daily Signal. Sort of a, a regretful, I told you so. I told you this was coming article um start at the beginning and then we'll work our way out of what this article is is really about so i'll go even further back than the tweet the very first time that you
1: guys had me on the air back at the very end of of 2021 going into 2022 i issued a warning and i said very clearly when you tell kids that they are either good because they are oppressed or evil because they are privileged you are telling children that violence is the answer. When you tell someone that the kid sitting next to them is a Nazi, that the kid sitting next to them is a white supremacist because they disagree with you, you are encouraging vigilante mob justice. I said, it's coming. I said, we're gonna hit the point where you're gonna have this gang of of 15 or 16 kids that are gonna be beating the snot and eventually killing these kids who disagree with him and then we saw that happen in Ohio we saw that happen in Florida and now we just saw it in Las Vegas where a boy finally was killed by 15 black students who kicked and stamped him to death Mm. as bystanders just kind of watched you know because that's what people do these days and uh, as I I understand
0: it, the the kid that died was helping out another student that this mob was picking on that's correct.
1: And, and I want to make it clear why they attacked the the boy, that yep. the, the young man who died, was helping. They were shouting a bunch of racial slurs at him. They stole from him. And then they crammed this younger student into a trash can while calling him a lot of racial slurs. So the other guy comes up and basically approaches the group and is like, guys, stop. And uh, which, you know, for, for the record, is the extent of what Hollywood expects you to do when you see bullies. You're just supposed to go up and say, stop. But he tried to help this student out. And again, the thugs, because that's what they are, they participated in a little decolonization of their own, and they killed the young man (sighs) while shouting, you guessed it, racial slurs. So this is the thing that we've told. We've told young black students, you can shout racial slurs because white people are inherently evil. And we've told them that explicitly. Black people can't be racist because they don't have power. That's what some of the teachers at Lawrence North teach. That's what teachers all over IPS teach. That's what some of the Hamilton Southeastern teachers taught for a long time. It's very common, and they these actions have consequences. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but kids are kind of impressionable. Right, Um, Kids kind of take after very passionate adults. It's very common for a teenager to kind of pick a passionate adult and model their young adult life after them. Tony, I want to
2: back up just a second. Let me just jump in here. Those schools that you rattled off, because this is a very difficult conversation, that's a bold claim, but you have evidence of these claims being made by the schools like Lawrence North that you just mentioned.
1: Yeah, when I taught at Lawrence North in 2018 and 2019, I would walk down first floor on my way up to the second floor where I taught, and I would see whiteboards of their some of their social sciences teachers and their equity counselors who had racism is prejudice plus power on their whiteboard, explaining to students that it's not racism if the individual doesn't have power. That's just prejudice. And everybody's got prejudices. And that's something totally different. It's not an I was told this. I saw it with my very own eyes. I saw it at Hamilton Southeastern. Teachers very directly have stressed this stuff. Someone sent me a massive packet of garbage that was racial equity training for the staff there, and this stuff is listed in black and white, and not just because the printer's not a color printer.
0: I mean, we're seeing the results of the leaked manifesto from the transgender shooter as well, right? Yeah, they they quote, I want to kill white privileged kids, end quote. Again, how overt
1: do you have to be? before we realize you know that this ideology is kind of harmful saying that someone is privileged because they have a mop of blonde hair and are white as the uh nashville shooter so eloquently put it maybe that's kind of not good for kids to hear
2: now tony i want to go back to the summer of love back in 2020 as a pasty white guy myself here i was told silence is violence and we have to have tough conversations for society to move forward I don't think I hear a lot of conversations taking place right now about the awful rhetoric we hear from certain uh, races, from a lot of the hate crimes that are happening in this country right now, from the just homophobic and ridiculous things you hear from people who are not white. Is silence not violence there? Uh,
1: I would point to all of the racial equity trainings that a lot of your listeners have had to sit through. I would point to the individuals who say, oh, we want to have tough conversations. But really, those tough conversations only go one way, (laughs) because even if you say I've never said a racist thing in my life, I didn't even care about skin colors at all until we were told it was a big deal in middle school. They're just people. That's how I was raised. They will look at you, and they'll tell you, no, you're wrong. You've actually been biased and evil your entire life, and you need to apologize. Who's complicit in this? That's a lecture.
2: Is the media a big part of this problem because, again, the only thing I think we can compare this to is what happened in 2020. And every single media outlet, uh, they were quick to have Black Lives Matters and Town Hall and all these types of events happening. Again, silence uh, was violence back then. Does the media have a role in what's happening right now?
1: They absolutely do, because they've been hiring the very individuals who have said the most violent rhetoric of all time to host their programs that encourage further violence, not just against white people, but against Asians, against Jews, against Cubans, all of whom now are apparently white. And it's, it's patently insane because, like you said, it was silence as violence before, but all of a sudden you have stories of, again, serious, overt racial crimes occurring, but yet the media is completely quiet about those instances because they don't fit the narrative.
0: I can guarantee you if it was 15 white students at that high school in Vegas that killed one black student, that would be nonstop front page headlines for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I'm assuming, look, I, I, I don't know, maybe the police are still investigating. There's got to be hate crime uh, accusations, right? I mean, there's got to be charges of hate crime for, for what happened in Vegas.
1: There absolutely have been. And I, I got to ask Good. you guys, have you heard about the stabbing at uh, LSU?
0: No. No, huh?
1: Oh, you you didn't hear about that. Oh, that was just the other day. A black student went and stabbed four white girls on campus. Shouting, you guys guessed it, racial slurs. And you haven't heard hide or hair of that incident, yet when one white student shoves a black student out of the way at Ohio State University, it's national news for a week and a half.
2: Tony, why are we seeing this so much, not just the racial stuff, but the anti-Semitic stuff? I mean, it's overtly out there in people's faces. It's death to America, death to the Jews, pro-Hamas, on college campuses— That seems like it doesn't get a lot of attention. I mean, it gets a little bit, but it doesn't get a lot of attention. And, of course, the stories that you just talked about. These aren't like back page things. These are major news stories. But, again, it just seems like it's a blip on the radar to a lot of the national news organizations.
1: And there's a very key reason why, because all of the groups that are currently being assaulted in the streets, beaten to death for the crime of being Jewish, for the crime of being white, whatever white means, for those horrible crimes, they're they're the oppressors. They have all of the societal power. These media organizations and leftist people claim. So therefore, it's not actually. It doesn't. It's not really news. It's it's just decolonization. Again, I, I point to the, uh, the the Washington Post columnist. who who said, you know, what did you think decolonization was going to look like? Vibes, social media posts after, you know, 1,200 Jews were raped and slaughtered. This is what decolonization looks like. That's what BLM of Indy said. They said that that the Palestinian uh, plight, that would be, again, the rape and murder of Jews, is just like what black people are facing in America. It's all about this oppressed versus oppressor nonsense.
0: And this is not a new thing. It's very old. And were there, I'm sorry, I just, one more question about that Vegas, because it's just such a horrible story. I want to make sure we're clear. There there has been hate crime charges brought against the students that killed the, the kid. There have been hate crime claims okay. and requests brought up. Okay. By, by parents, yes. by individuals in the
1: community, but we do not have a record that hate crime charges have been filed, which is a little unusual. Usually. When a black student is assaulted, hate crime charges are filed before uh, the police even arrive to the scene.
2: Tony, I sent you a text message of some tweets that were posted by uh, recording artist Pink last
0: night. She was just here, I think.
2: And she was ripping on MAGA crowd, ripping on Trump supporters. And it was all about banned books. One of her tweets, I'm going to read it word for word here, quote, the following are some titles of books that have been banned by schools in Florida. To Kill a Mockingbird, The Hate You Give, and she goes on and on and on. Now, that tweet was hit with the community notes basically saying that it's false, but this whole banned books thing, it's almost like hands up, don't shoot. It's a complete lie that a lot of people have decided to run with. Yep,
1: and uh, again, you, you see this with the uh, the goofball opening up the band bookstore in in Indianapolis, the quote unquote best selling author, when John Green was losing his ever loving mind because someone moved his book a whopping fifteen feet. Uh, and you, you see everyone freaking out. And, and are we having a conversation as to whether these books are appropriate for kids? By the way, none of the books that Pink listed are even banned from schools in Florida or restricted access. 1984 is not restricted. Right. The she fell for some Verda's fake bogus
2: list that's out there, right? Right. And and
1: <laughs> it's, it's just an idiot. pathetic. I mean, it, uh, Atlas shrugged was on the list. That's not even remotely banned, but of course she doesn't mention books like Gender Queer, which, you know, has a, a picture of a child giving oral sex to an old Greek philosopher. Uh, Pink isn't uh, man, Pink isn't handing that book out at her concerts. This
0: is just so tired. No one's buying it. Just a couple minutes left with Tony Kennett. Nikki Haley, GOP presidential uh, contender. Um, what did she say? that uh, she's talking about the government getting involved with social media and, and making you know when she's president, she's going to make it uh, so that you can't be anonymous online anymore?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's just it's. I can't. I can't hear her name without laughing. Nikki Haley went on. Two shows, one on Fox and Friends and one on a conservative podcast and said that when she's president, that as a matter of national security, she would require all anonymous accounts online to register like with their real identity. So no more anonymous accounts um, basically requires the state to keep track of who everyone is on social media, which is like, oh, my God. No. (laughs) I I don't know if she knows. The Federalist Papers were written anonymously. (laughs)
2: Right. Um, We all hate trolls. Don't get it twisted. We make fun of the trolls that hide behind things, but, you know, they've got a right to do it. This is a
1: key difference between old Republican like, establishment and new Republicans. Old Republican establishment weirdos, they wouldn't like something, and then they would just like, well, we need a law for this. And everyone's like, no, you just ignore them. No, we need a law banning this, that, or the other. And it's like, no, you just potheads are just annoying. Oh, we need to ban <laughs> marijuana. Like, why?
2: Like, None I think you so- could block somebody on Twitter. Like, we block people from time to time if they're sure. a habitual pain in the ass, if they just come for the sake of trolling. We could block them, but if they want to do it to somebody else, knock yourself out.
1: I, I just love it. Nikki Haley just absolutely nuking her entire political career with those statements. She's done. I mean, she, she has been universally destroyed after that entire thing, I mean, she w- I mean in like two hours, those
0: videos had circulated to yeah. a total of like seven million views Hey, uh, tonight, seven o'clock, Tony Kinnett cast right here on 93 WIBC. also find his work at the Daily Signal, your uh, Twitter handle at the tonus. Tony Kinnett, thank you.: Thanks guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.